Yes. All right. I'm Dr. Wallace. I'm a colorectal fellow working with the team here today. All right. How are you doing? Good. Really? Good. Having any issues with that? That's uh, okay. It's just kind of stuck in my eye. It's supposed to have a problem, but I feel great. You feel okay, do you? <laughs> so the, the bowels are still okay and yes. everything's working? Yeah. Yeah. No abdominal pain or cramping or bloating, throwing no. up? No, it's all uh, having much in the way. All of, under control. That's all good, is it? Yeah. How often do you have a bowel movement these days? Uh, usually in the morning. In the morning. Okay. A good, a good bowel a good movement. Bowel movement. Maybe. Okay. A couple little bits after that. Right. Right. And uh, everything else is good, like weight, energy, appetite. Those things are all okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So if you didn't know better, you'd say you're you're doing well. Yes. Good. That's right. All right. <laughs> So the, uh, the issue from our point of view was just um, how to move forward with respect to this cancer in your colon. Right. Um, if we feel that the cancer is just localized to the colon, meaning it hasn't spread anywhere or metastasized, it's one of the other words that we use, then the treatment is to remove that section of the colon and, and usually put the two ends back together. Right. Right, and that's, uh, that's with a view to curing the cancer meaning if we can get it all out with the surgery, then it's potentially curative, meaning that it's gone and won't come back. The other um, possibility is that if the cancer has already spread outside of the colon, then usually we can't cure it, meaning we can't always make it go away you know, forever. And so in that case, sometimes we don't recommend even trying to take out the colon because we're not going to be able to cure it anyway, and we're more just treating symptoms of the, of the tumor. In your case, there were a couple spots in the abdomen that were a bit unclear right. with respect to whether or not it had actually gone outside of the colon. We actually we don't think so, meaning we think it's unlikely that it's spread out of the colon, but we're still not sure yet. Right. right. And probably we wouldn't be sure until the time that we went in to do the operation. So the scans are really good, but they're not perfect. Right. Right. And so... We uh, sometimes just have to go ahead with some uncertainty, right? Right. So I think that's where we're at now, is that we're probably not going to sort anything else out with more scans. We, we may still pursue some more opinions about the scans that you've had to date and see what other people think, but probably what we need to do is just move forward and, and get to treating this thing with an operation. So that operation would be what we call a laparoscopic sigmoid colon resection. Has anybody got to the point where they talked to you about this surgery a little bit? The minimal invasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of it. So um, I'll just write it out for you guys and then we can take this home today. Laparoscopic sigmoid resection. So the laparoscopic, that means through small incisions. If those are your ribs and those are your hips and that's your belly button, typically it looks a little something like like this. Four little cuts and oftentimes we'll pull the tumor out there through a small incision just above the pubic bone. Uh, the reason we do it through those small cuts is that it uh, decreases the amount of time that you need to heal and recover. So you're kind of back to normal a little quicker at a hospital right. a little sooner. Maybe less chance of wound infections and hernias, and bowel obstructions, those kinds of things. Sometimes, for whatever reason, we can't do it that way, and then we need to do it what we'll call the old-fashioned way, and there's an incision like that.
that that's up and down. What we do on the inside would be the same. It's just the access to the abdomen that's a little right. different. So here's a diagram of your insides. Right. And the colon is around the outside like this. Right. The job of the colon is basically to store stool and to take water out of the stool. It doesn't actually do any digestion or, or uh, that type of thing. So if we take out the whole colon, you can still live, but then you'd have looser stools and more frequent stools. In your case, we're not taking out the whole colon, we're just planning on taking out a section of it. Right. So typically the function is not too different afterwards, meaning that things will be more or less the same with respect to frequency and consistency of bowel movements. If anything, they may be a little more frequent and a little more loose, particularly early on after the operation because you've lost a little bit of length. But generally speaking, over time, things kind of do, do pretty well. And your cancer seems to be high enough up that it's away from the rectum, so um, usually people don't run into issues with disturbance of the other nerves that go in the pelvis. Oh, right with this type of operation. If those were to be disturbed, then it can alter or cause issues with going pee and uh, erectile dysfunction, that type of thing. Right. We'll have to be away from those nerves with this operation. So our goal would be to, the cancer is say here, so our goal is to just take out that section and then put the two ends right. back together. Okay. That's the sigmoid resection. Right. And then putting the two ends back together, we'd call that a primary anastomosis. And that would be the plan. Uh, I haven't mentioned a bag or a stoma because that's not part of the plan. But it is always a possibility if there right. are issues or problems. Um, if for some reason we're not happy with the joint, meaning that it was really hard to do the surgery and we're worried that the joint might not heal properly, then sometimes we'll do a temporary bag upstream from the joint. That's called a, a temporary stoma. And then we would usually get rid of that a few months down the road once we're happy that this joint is healed. So that's something you determine when you actually do the surgery. Yeah. To whether yeah. It's required. yeah. But that's, it's unlikely that we would need to do that for a tumor in this location. Sometimes we do the operation and we feel like, oh gosh, it's not even safe to try to put this back together. And then we would have a, a permanent bag where the colon here will come out through the abdominal wall and the poop will go into a bag and that would be permanent. That's also unlikely, right? Because we don't see anything that would, at this point, make it that we couldn't do that. But if that were to happen, that would be a permanent colostomy. So those are kind of the possibilities. I guess the other possibility is that we go in there and, uh, and we put the, the camera in through the belly button and we see that there's cancer that's spread all over the place. And right. then in that case, we might change our plan completely and just say we're not going to even do the resection. So that, or, or you know, we, we may, may be a change. Because the other way to kind of manage this, if there's cancer that's spread everywhere, would be just to not take it out, but to prop it open with a stent from inside the colon which is maybe a little safer. That's not the preferred treatment if the cancer hasn't spread. But, you know, yeah. as I said, if it had spread, then maybe we would consider that. So um, so if we did that operation, it would just be a, a laparoscopy where we would just look in and make a decision. So assuming we're going to do the, the operation that we're planning on doing, which is a laparoscopic sigmoid resection with the joint in the bowel, 
erisonot surgery, there's basically, I think of it as three types of risks. There's medical risks of surgery, which exists for any big operation. Those are like heart problems, lung problems, strokes, blood clots, death, etc. So that would be like a, you know, a medical issue relating to this big stress on your body from a surgery. There's risks of anesthetic. So the anesthetic would likely be, well, there will be a general anesthetic, so you're sleeping for the operation. So there's risk of having a general anesthetic. And then finally, there's risks specific to doing a colon or intra-abdominal operation, like injuring things inside the abdomen, not having good healing of that joint, and a leak from the joint, which can lead to infection inside the abdomen, maybe needing additional procedures or surgeries or a bag. Uh, those are those are the big ones, big risks. There's also you know bleeding and infection, uh, the risks that is associated with the surgery. Uh, anytime we consider doing an operation, we should think about what the alternatives are. And in this case, alternatives would be doing nothing, which is not a great option typically in this setting of cancer, um, or doing this stenting procedure, which is kind of you know putting a stent to open it up. That's more of a temporizing thing. So we wouldn't recommend that if we think that that we can cure the cancer by taking it out. Does that all make sense? You with me? You heard the last part. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So ultimately, I mean, the decisions are obviously yours to, to make. You know, about what what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, in the setting of a cancer that looks like it could be blocking off the bowel soon, probably the best thing to do is to take it out and try to cure it. Okay. Just a question on yeah. uh, the actual procedure. Mm-hmm. You make the first incision up here or down here? Or uh, so that's a good question. <laughs> so what we do is when we're in here through all these poke holes, we basically have to just free up the colon so that we can get this end to reach down to that end, okay, and then also so that we can um, pull out that right. specimen of cancer. So typically what we do is we would divide the, the bottom end first, bottom end first. and uh, we would do that uh, through the poke holes. And then sometimes we then pull the colon out and divide this end after we've pulled it out, or sometimes we divide it while it's still in the abdomen. That kind of depends on how we're going to do the joint. Usually the joint is done with uh, some combination of sewing and stapling these right. two ends together. So one thing we, we haven't talked about is, you know, what, if anything else, would need to be done for treatment. People often think about things like chemotherapy or radiation therapy when it comes to cancers. Uh, I can tell you that radiation is not typically used for this type of cancer, so that's probably not on the table. Chemotherapy is something that would be reserved. Well, first of all, it would be a discussion to be had after the surgery. So right now right. we don't know whether or not it would be even right. indicated. Um, but if the cancer has spread out of the colon into the lymph nodes around the colon, then sometimes chemotherapy would be recommended to decrease the risk of it coming back. Right. But as I said, that would be a discussion that you would have after the, uh, after the surgery, once we had the final results, which take about two weeks to get back. So what, everything that we remove, we send to the pathologist, and they look at it under the microscope, and then they right. give us the news about two weeks afterwards. <coughs> Your time in hospital recovering, usually about a, a week, so anywhere from three to seven days, on average maybe five days in hospital, 
Right. And things that you need to be doing before you go home need to have some return of your bowel function, meaning you're farting and tolerating eating some stuff. You need to be up and around, so mobilizing. Right. Okay. And uh, you need to be comfortable enough to go home without needing a, a shot for pain. Okay. Now, I think there was, in the scans, they mm. had a, was a lymph node close by that was... Mm-hmm. So any lymph nodes... A bit, would yeah. that be looked at the same Yeah, so any lymph nodes that are close by would come out with the, with the cancer. You take a notice yeah, of that's right. as well. That's what I think too. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. good, good plan. So, of course, there's paperwork <laughs> involved with that. I'm going to do some of that right now. So, I'm basically just going to write down what we talked about as, as the operation. So it's a laparoscopic. open sigmoid section balance but down possible stoma we're not planning on doing that balance right down possible laparoscopy meaning we just look at and we see so the group here that you're with has four surgeons, and so it could be any one of these guys on the day. of that. And you could sign there by the X. transfusion if for some reason you were to need that. Right. You would be able to, to take the blood transfusion. The other thing, to, just to, uh, to mention to you guys, is that there are 
um, different studies happening, like uh, uh, trials basically to see some aspects of treatment for colon cancer. We're still trying to figure out what the best thing to do is this or that. Um, one of the things relates to receiving what we call a bowel preparation. So you would have had those around the time of your um, colonoscopy. You know, the stuff you drink that clears you out to have the, so you can have that test. So there's one study that's going on now that's looking at um, about uh, giving some, some oral antibiotics. Um, we probably wouldn't give you a bowel preparation, uh, but uh, the study is looking at whether or not giving just some antibiotic pills the day before um, versus not would, uh, would decrease your risk of having uh, an infection. Okay. So if you're willing, we'd have uh, somebody come and chat with you about that. Um, and then there's a couple other studies. I don't know if people have talked to you about. Uh, one is about being kind of fit and and uh, getting ready, like almost like training for the surgery, so your body is strong before. Who's taking part in that already? You're already good on that one. And then there's another one about a blood thinner. Have they talked to you yeah. about that one? Yeah, blood thinner. Yeah. Your You're blood thinners for something else, not for a study. Not for a study. Kind of for the blood unclosings. Okay. Uh, okay. So we'd have to get you sorted for that. Have you seen the thrombosis yes. clinic about that? Getting ready for the surgery, or they want to go back once he knows once the data. The data okay, fair enough. So you probably wouldn't be a candidate for that other study, or for that other blood thinner. Okay, I think that's it. Any questions? Uh, yeah. Uh, answer that one. That one. Uh, <clears throat> this hospital is this part of a training for interns? Mm. Things? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah ever done videos of this type of operation? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there any point in doing a video for mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, I am not sure uh, what, you know, if we're set up to, to do that at this point. You would like one or you wouldn't like one or you're just curious? Uh, I would like one. You would like one. Or a photo or something. Or something. I'd like to see the the insides. The mask, but yeah. the mask probably is. He just wants a picture of the mask. That's oh, all I he's see. looking for, really. Do you want to see what it looks like from the inside? Or have you already seen that? He hasn't. Okay, here. Do you want to see it? Yeah. Okay. So this is your colonoscopy. Um, this is probably the best look you're going to get at things. So that's actually in your rectum, which is normal. And then... Right. Uh, this is, that's the tumor there. So, unfortunately we don't really have normal, but you can see this growth and, and how it's all kind of, so the, the lining should look more something like uh, like this, or like this, where it's nice and smooth. Right. And then in your case, like this is the thing here. So it's kind of going all the way around the colon. The, you know the scope goes would go through there, but uh, the concern is that with a cancer like that, it's going to continue to grow and then right. block things off. Yeah. So that's what it looks like from the inside. From the outside, um, it's actually it depends. Sometimes you can't see anything. So we're we'd be looking mainly at the outside during the operation of your colon.
So if we want a picture, just remind us on the morning of, and we'll see what we can do. Okay. I noticed in the, <clears throat> I stopped taking the iron pills and just using the uh, transfusion. Okay. Iron transfusion. Okay. And uh, now that the stool's not black anymore, mm -hmm. you can see a little. You can uh, see a bit of blood in there? See some of the stool uh, sort of looks like this. It's yeah. got little red spots. Yeah. Right so it's bleeding a bit too, right? Which is probably yeah. why the blood level was low in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Okay. And do we know at this time what preparation I need for uh, the surgery? Well, as I was saying, we, we d wouldn't typically give a bowel preparation for this operation. Right. So, uh, so likely none. Maybe some, some enemas like from below to clear out right. the rectum, but that would be it. Yeah, wouldn't be just the uh, fleet enemas or mm -hmm. either? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Just we don't need the complete uh, corpus Correct. salix? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, last time I had the uh, fleet enema, I didn't have any success in the, the oh, first really? one. Okay. I couldn't get anything squeezed out of the bottom, but right. You got to figure uh, out now. The second one I brought in, they done it here. And, okay. Uh, so okay. I just not enough pressure, I guess. Right. Right. Uh, okay. Awkward for reaching around. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's uh, days in hospital. Probably the fleet. Yeah. And I'll be given instructions on that. Yes. I guess, Absolutely. Yeah. So. Days in the hospital. Yeah, plus or minus. Uh, and this when the surgery date would be yeah. at the moment. So our, you know, our goal would be four to six weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm not oh. sure exactly when it would be, but that's kind of next, next uh, Wednesday. I get my other uh, iron transfusion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So soon, sometime after that, I guess. Yeah. Well, that brings them right up to Christmas. It could be getting close. Yeah. At that point. Hmm. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Well, that's my question. questions? Okay. Yeah. Why don't you guys start on that one? And I'll just go and make sure that we're happy from our end. And uh, I know Dr. Williams is here today. Have you seen her before? Have you met Dr. Williams in the past? Dr. Musselman? I haven't met Musselman yet. I think it was Williams. Williams. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll go chat with one of those guys about you and then make sure the brain is happy and we'll get all the rest of the paperwork sorted. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. Okay. All right. His wife's Andy. Nice to meet you. Hi. Patrick. Patrick. Nice to meet you. Yeah. And Tom. Um, so, uh, I know Tom has spent a long time going through everything with you. Um, and we talked briefly when I did your, your limited colonoscopy the other week. Um, so the main issue right now is, um, the, these, uh, nodules that, that Tom had talked to you about. Okay. Right. And, and one of the things we said was, um, when we were discussing was we'd stick the, we'd put the camera in, we'd have a look around. And if we, if we saw signs that the cancer had spread, we would take a sample of it, um, ask the pathologist to look at it right away. And if it confirmed that 
we there wouldn't be much value in putting you through a big operation for this and so the, we would have the information and then what we would do is uh, basically not remove that part of your colon and have the gastroenterologist put a stent uh, in to make sure you don't get blocked okay um, uh, so, and I know uh, Tom had discussed that part of the plan with you, and then if we looked and, and everything looked okay, we would go ahead with the operation. The only thing that we were just looking, re reviewing your images, again, the MRI and the, and the CT scan, the only thing that um, actually we might be able to do, um, the one of the main area, the main nodule that is suspicious, it's sitting right above your liver, and it's actually pretty close to the skin right up here. Um, it's, it's underneath the muscle, but it's very close close to it, uh, and it's about, I don't know, a centimeter, centimeter and a half kind of thing, so it's small, but they think with an ultrasound, they can actually, the radiologist can probably just get a biopsy before surgery, okay? So, where the we would amend our plan a little bit in that we think it's probably worth getting that ordering that ultrasound guided biopsy so we do an ultrasound find the lesion take a sample of it uh, we can order that today not sure when it would happen but would be happen fairly quickly I would hope within the next one to two weeks um, and then on Monday morning we have a weekly meeting where we discuss everybody uh, and we would have the radiologists and the oncologists uh, will review your images then to make sure that everybody's happy with that plan and then that way if the biopsy shows uh, that it is spread of the cancer then you we wouldn't well, we wouldn't do an operation at all we would just ask the gastroenterologist to put the stent in because at that point once the cancer has spread to that area there's not not much value in putting you through a big operation. Uh, it's not gonna uh, it's not gonna improve your outcome down the road. Okay, the treatment at that point would be chemotherapy, and the purpose of the chemotherapy wouldn't be to cure the cancer; it'd be to try and control it as well as possible. But you'd have to see the oncologist to see what kind of chemo they feel they could give you, what you could tolerate from a chemo standpoint, all those things. So that would be a very different road than surgery to try and cure it um, uh, intent. So a lot hinges on what is what these nodules are, whether or not they're just reactive nodules that were there and we found them incidentally, or whether or not they're spread of the cancer. And probably the easiest way to deal with those is to just get the biopsy of one, and then if it comes back as cancer, we know what we're going, if it comes back, if it comes back kind of indeterminate or negative, then we would proceed with the plan that you discussed with Dr. Wallace. Uh, we would do the, put the scope in, we would still have a look, make sure there was nothing abnormal, and then proceed with surgery if there was no signs of spread. Does that make sense? It's mm -hmm. a lot of information you're getting today. Right. Okay. So um, a lot of what I just said reiterated what Tom talked to you about and then, and then some new parts about the biopsy. So do you guys have questions? Uh, well, we uh, discussed the uh, the mass here, and there's yes. a little large lymph node. Yes. That would, we do take out the... We take out the lymph thing. nodes around that area. Yeah. Those come out right. with the, the cancer. Yeah. Those yeah. all come okay. out with the cancer. Right. And those wouldn't prevent us. That's not uh, what we call distant spread. That's spread 
uh, to lymph nodes that come out anyway. So that helps us stage the cancer uh, and gives us kind of a prognosis in terms of what's the likelihood of cancer coming back, what's the likelihood of, of it being, uh, you know, having problems in the next five years, all of those things. Um, but that's not spread to, say, the liver or the lung or right. in the abdominal cavity that we're right. worried about. That's a very different different thing. Okay. Okay. So if we do proceed with surgery, those lymph nodes come out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Anything else? Any other questions? Mm, I think not. What's uh what other questions did we have? You want to know when you'd get the scheduled date. You said four to six weeks for surgery, but yeah, how much advance notice would he have? That's what you want to know. Yeah, I, you'd have a fair bit of advance notice, like say a, a, probably a month. Um, uh, sometimes it's less than that if we can squeeze you in, but uh, um, the first thing would be to get the results of, get the biopsy done as quickly as possible, right. get the results, and then and then we'll, we'll come up with a date and let you know. But usually kind of four weeks down the road, notice like we get the paperwork in we look for a time we give you a call so usually you have kind of four weeks or so notice sometimes more sometimes less but that's probably an average you take christmas holidays what's that <laughs> you take christmas holidays <laughs> Do we take christmas? there is a shutdown over christmas but just uh yeah i think over christmas and new year's yeah. there's no elective uh, surgeries so no. that may delay things a little bit in terms of the the or date uh, um, but uh, I'm not sure if we're booking for before or after Christmas right now. I would think still before, but I, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Okay. So, you doing okay with everything? That's a lot going on. I think so. Yeah. How are your bowels? Are your, your passing stool okay? Uh, it's been very good recently. I good. Each morning I usually have my main bowel movement. Okay. The bowel movement's been fairly very good really good well. and you're passing gas uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're eating and drinking okay yes you're not uh, avoiding uh, food uh, it's good good okay yeah. a little residue diet yeah so I'm keep walk, up with I'm that for now about a mile today a oh fantastic that's great yeah. So keep up with that, and then we'll get this or biopsy organized as quickly as possible. There's this, and then if, if anything changes based on the group discussion on Monday morning, uh, we'll give you a call and say, right. okay, the group discussed it, and, and you know, with the radiologist reviewed it, and they say, you know, actually, there's not much point in going to the biopsy. We'll just proceed with surgery. But I think to get things moving, we'll order the biopsy and go mm-hmm. ahead. I, I think it's going to be a good idea. I think they're going to say, yeah, we should biopsy this. Right. How long does that take? Hopefully, it can be done soon. We're going to try and expedite it. And as okay. I said, I would hope it's in the next one to two weeks. But it's the radiologists who do it. So we order it, and then they schedule it. They'll, let, they'll call you. How long does it take once you... Oh, the actual procedure? Not long. Um, uh, you know, it's they, they do the ultrasound, they put some freezing in. You know, I, I would say half hour or so once you're kind of there and ready. That'd be a, right. that, That's kind of a guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything else? No. Okay. All right. So, good to see you again. Good. If you have questions, you. if you're, one, you know, you're at home and you're not sure what's going on, Call here, and, and Lorraine will direct Lorraine or Joanne will direct you. And if uh, if if we can answer your question, she'll let us know, and one of us will call you back. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Does so this uh, take place here or Pacific? Uh, 
Uh, I'm not sure where the biopsy will. It'll probably either or wherever they can get you in the fastest would be my guess. Okay. Yeah. And the but surgery you know. would be at the Civic? Surgery would almost for sure be at the Civic. We That's occasionally get some time here, but for the most part, we're always at the Civic. The Queensway would be better. You the know? Queensway. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, yeah. they live well, that's a different hospital, so yeah. we don't we don't operate there. No. <laughs> the I Civic is joking. probably better then. Yeah. Yeah. Thank right. you. We'll see you there. Thank you very much. So just wait here until and then uh, Lorraine and Joanne will get or Joanne will get you sorted out. Thank okay. you. <laughs> okay, So this is mine. And a gift for you. So I'm just going to give you the information for the surgery. Since you don't have to come back, you already consented for surgery. We're going right. to discuss on Monday. And uh, they ordered the biopsy of that node they can see, right. just to make sure. So one of the physicians will call you to let you know if we're going ahead with surgery or if they're going to have you see the GI to have a stent put in instead. Okay. So this is all the information for the surgery. I'm giving it ahead of time so you don't have... We do offer a class if you're interested. Okay. And the class is every second Wednesday. You can just give me a call. My phone number is here. And I think you have my phone number in the big guide also. You can just give me a call if you want to, if you're interested in the class. Every second Wednesday at 10 o'clock. 10 to 10.45. Okay. So this That's is optional ours. if you want to do it, right? It's yeah, optional, right. yes, yeah. exactly. And if you do have any questions, you can just call me also. Just go through the book and see if you have any questions for me. Yeah, so these are the dates. Yeah. So November the next one, November 21st. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And one more thing. <laughs> right. If you do have surgery, I'm giving you the prescription for the antibiotics right now. Right. But don't go to the pharmacy just yet. No. When they call you, if they say you need surgery, then you'll need to pick these up. Uh, are you in Ottawa? Yes. In the PN. Okay. Because the only pharmacy that has these is the Hunt Club Pharmacy. It's corner of Hunt Club and uh, Bank. Okay. Okay? Because we're doing a study with these, so right. they're the only ones that will supply us for now. Okay. Okay? So... All this will go with the, it's a go for surgery, and if not, well, they'll explain all the, the rest of the plan, okay? Alrighty. And if you have any questions in the meantime, just let me know, okay? So we'll discuss on rounds, and if the radiologist reviews and sees that you don't need the biopsy, we'll actually cancel it, okay? We're good? It's a lot of information, I know. All right, yeah. <laughs> Lots of possibilities. Stuff. Lots of possibilities, exactly. Yeah. So just give me a call uh, if you have any questions. Okay. Okay. doke Very good. And that's it. You're free to go. Good. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks very much. Thank you. <laughs>